Welcome to the English with Kirsty podcast from www.englishwithkirsty.com. Here I'll be sharing with you tips, information and other learning resources so that you can improve your business English. And welcome to Unseen Beauty and today we're going to talk about saying when you think something is a really bad idea because it happens you know you're with colleagues or in a meeting and somebody says something and you think you can't be serious that's a really bad idea um, sometimes you might want to say that it might be appropriate to do so but other times um, for example if you're in a meeting that would just be um, unhelpful because the other person would feel bad they might look bad in front of everyone else or they might feel that you're not taking them seriously or listening to them or really that's just a way to end the conversation isn't it you know your idea is terrible that's where do you go from there so um, one way that some people some English speakers try to deal with this problem is to try and be really polite and not say what they mean and hope that the other person understands and I don't think this is a good strategy because there will always be people who don't realize that you're actually really politely saying no um, so I think there's somewhere where you have to be clear enough so that people understand you uh, but also not so rude that you just shut down any further conversation or discussion around the topic so what I mean by being overly polite is when people say oh yeah that's really interesting and they don't mean that they mean that's crazy why do you even think that would work or they say things like oh yeah I'll think about it when you know the way they say it and the way they won't commit to really thinking about it means they're never going to think about it. They've already dismissed the idea and moved on. So I don't think that's particularly helpful. Um, but I found I've, I've got here five constructive ways to, to say that you don't think something's a good idea, but that um, leaves room for further discussion to find another idea or that doesn't make the first person feel terrible afterwards. So the first one is acknowledge something good about the idea before you go on to point out why it won't work. So if somebody has an idea that will save time, you think, yeah, that will that would save time and, and that's a good thing, but it would cost too much. So that's that's why we can't do it. Um, and, and then you can say, well, yeah, I can see why you want to do this, but what would we do about and then maybe introduce something that they haven't thought of before? Um, because if, if you if you dismiss the idea straight away, well then that's the end of the discussion. But if you say, well yeah, that, that could work, but but how about this problem? Have you have you thought about what we could do about that? Then it's showing that you do have concerns, but you haven't just dismissed the idea straight away. And maybe you know things that the other person doesn't. Like um when I used to work on the, the web team, people wanted me to do things to their pages that I knew our that, that wouldn't work because then it wouldn't be in line with the, the way that the rest of the site was or what, what they wanted with the setup that we had wasn't possible so whilst it might seem like a good idea I knew that practically it wouldn't work and maybe you have skills the other person making the idea doesn't have or maybe you work in the finance department so you know how the finance data is, is stored and gathered but what somebody wants isn't in line with that so you may have extra information that they don't know when they're thinking they have this brilliant idea. Um, so if you give reasons for why you don't think something will work, then it's easier. It's easier for the other person to accept that. Like, instead of just saying, no, we're not doing that. You know, if you say, no, we're not doing that because um, 
and then you give a reason that they can understand that's got nothing to do with emotions or them as an individual but like a practical reason that anybody can follow they still may not like it <laughs> they might not agree with you but giving somebody a reason they can understand for why you think something won't work or why you don't want to do something is actually better because it's making it um, objective rather than subjective about emotions and what you think of them as a person and, and how good you think they are at doing their job Okay, so the next thing that you can do is to ask for more details. So instead of giving an outright no, you're already thinking, I can see this is going to end badly, this just won't work. You could ask the other person to explain a bit more about how they're going to do it or where the resources will come from or who is going to do this amazing thing. And then when they start talking about it, when they start really thinking about it, maybe they'll come to the conclusion themselves that, yeah, maybe this wasn't the best idea they ever had. So people are different, like some people will really think about something and think about all the possible problems and how they would fix them and then share the idea. I tend to be a bit like that, but other people aren't. They, they have an idea and they want to share it straight away because they feel excited about it. And those people may still have good ideas, but they haven't gone through the stage where you think about the, the problems and how you would fix them. And maybe you need to help them with that. If that's something you're good at, then you may find yourself doing a lot more of that because that's not something that everybody thinks about. But if you try to engage the other person in the conversation in terms of thinking about, yeah, how would we do this then? Okay, this is what would this is the plan. How would we deal with those problems? Then they start to see, okay, yeah, this this sounded good at the beginning, but maybe it isn't. So you possibly don't even have to tell them that their idea won't work because they might work it out for themselves as soon as you start to talk about some of the possible problems. Uh, number three, ask for other opinions. So like if the whole room doesn't think something will work, it's kind of shared out between all of you and not just you saying no, no, no. You know, if, if other people can say, yeah, I, I'm concerned about that as well, because, you know, you can broaden out the discussion. That isn't always possible. If somebody comes to you with an idea, then that doesn't always work. But if it's something in a meeting situation, then that can help as well. And maybe the more people you have, maybe somebody will have an idea about how you can slightly change this idea or use it as a, a starting point for another idea. So the initial idea isn't completely dismissed out of hand. It's just adapted and changed and improved until you've got something that you can work with. Number four, remember that it's about the idea and not the person. Even if the person is super annoying, um, try to stick to the fact that it's about the idea and so the person doesn't feel like oh you're always you're always not listening to me or you you never do what I suggest or you know if, if you can keep it about facts um, and not about the person whether or not you like the person it, it does make it easier to keep a, an objective discussion um, and number five we've kind of touched on this but give a reason that the other person can understand and I've made this a separate point because it's not just give a reason, because that is important, but give a reason that the other person can understand. So if the other person doesn't understand how your department works, for example, or some of the terminology that you use every day, then don't just give them an explanation that makes no sense to them, because all they will take from that is, oh, you just talked a load of words and I still don't know why you don't want to do what I've suggested. Um, but if you can, you may have to simplify it if they're not working in the same area as you or if they don't have the same knowledge 
um make it i i don't mean make it childish but um make it something that they can relate to and something that they will be able to understand so that again they may not agree but at least you did your best to explain why it wouldn't work and i mean sometimes the odds just has to be no no that is just far too expensive for the benefits that we would get from it or no we we, we don't have the budget for that well no we don't have the the people to do that you know that would be a nice thing to do but we just don't have the staff at the moment sometimes it just has to be no but as long as if you can say no but then it, it does make it easier um so yeah you, you may not be everyone's favorite person and sometimes particularly if you're in a position of authority a manager a team leader business owner you're going to have to say no to things that's you'll never please everybody all the time and what somebody thinks is a great idea because it's their idea may not be good for the company or good for the rest of the people in the company um so yeah you, you will have to have these discussions sometimes but i hope that these ideas have given you something else to think about in terms of how to phrase it in a way that is a bit more um that gives a good a better explanation and that makes it easier for the other person to understand rather than just saying no don't want to so um hope that was useful if you want to read this article this is actually based on an article that i wrote on the blog so if you go to the show notes page which is um englishwithkirstie.com slash podcast slash episode 127 then you'll find it there um, I'll link through to it. Also remember that there you can use the contact form if there's anything you want to share with me about the podcast. Um, English with Kirsty has a, a coffee button, so if you want to support the podcast, then look for the coffee cup. Um, and also, I have another podcast, so if anyone's interested in that. Um, it's not about learning English, it's, it's something completely different. It's about uh, beauty and lifestyle and a lot about kind of beauty and skincare products but also about animals and travel and you know basically it's it's based on my beauty and lifestyle blog so if you're interested in that look for unseen beauty and uh, wherever you get your podcasts and you can find that um i published a couple of episodes this week i've also had some there are some previous episodes i had a bit of a break but i'm back with that now so if you want another podcast then look out for unseen beauty wherever you get your podcasts and i hope you have a good week have fun learning english and i'll be back again next week i hope you enjoyed this episode of the english with Kirsty podcast if you have any questions or comments, my email address is kirsty at englishwithkirsty.com or you can go to www.englishwithkirsty.com slash podcast where you'll find information about the individual episodes. 